good morrow to you, Cheap Show listener. I'm Paul Gannon. I'm Eli Silverman. Daytime, happy time, all the time. Eli Silverman. It's the Happy Time podcast with me, Paul Gannon and Eli Silverman. Daytime, time today, time. <laughs> and as you can tell, we're outside, but this is not a walkabout episode. No, 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 no. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It is. It's, 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 it's our Tat Hunt part two. Tat Hunt. Yeah, when we did East Finchley, where half the episode was in East Finchley looking at the shops and then the other half was us doing a price of shite, we're doing that again, because it's easy for me to edit. <laughs> yeah, because we have the live show coming up at the end of this week and we, we're both feeling a bit squeaky, squeaky, bum bum time, aren't uh, we? My bum is squeaking like a house full of mouses. Is it like, Wee! I mean, that didn't sound like a house full of mouses. What about this? <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's exactly what I was thinking, especially the laugh at the end. Oh. Um, yeah. I was in McDonald's very early in the morning on uh, Great story. On so Sunday, shall we oh, on, on Sunday. And this Irish guy because they've changed my local McDonald's the drive-through. Um, yeah, they did it. Yeah, but what it means is they've hidden everything. Right. So you can't see them all, you know, trying to pack your your order. It's all behind it's all away. All all it is this little sort of kiosk opening where yeah. they just appear, yeah. you know, now so that they don't, they don't get abuse probably. Um but I'm there, sitting there waiting. I've ordered, I've got my ticket. And this Irish guy goes, oh, this is like hell. Isn't this like hell? I'm here queuing. Can you do it in the accent? Oh. So, like, so I'm really there with you. Okay. He went, ew. Oh, he's Okay, well, all right, I'll take that back. Drop that. Okay. Drop that. Isn't this like hell, he was saying. I'm here I'm queuing for pretend meat in the middle of London. <laughs> I'm from Ireland. Isn't this like hell? And everyone around him just uh, uh, listened to him say that a few times, you know. Yeah. And then we were just like, no, no, no it's, it's not, 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 no. Like what about, you know, being in a fucking school in the Ukraine that's being bombed? Bit more like hell, mate, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're, you're waiting for some food. You're not queuing. He's like, queuing for... For pretend Spanish meat. stack. It's all he's oh. waiting for. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to get a fucking Spanish stack, you twat. <laughs> well, anyway, well, that's the ex- middle of the day, morning, you know what I mean? In, in days gone by, do you think you can get hot food, you know, to go in the middle of the night in hell? I don't think you can. Well, that's a wonderful anecdote and unless, one for the ages. Unless it's delivered from the Satan's butt straight into your mouth. Well, that's more Burger King, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, it's our Tat Hunt Part Hot 2 loaves. from Pinner. Come join us. Come and join us. Hot Satan loaf straight down the gullet. <laughs> I hate you and your fucking noodle posse.
Hello, welcome to Cheap Show. Yes, we are out and about. It's a tat hunt, so half of this episode is going to be me and Eli looking for tat, and the second half we're recording tomorrow uh, in the house of Mash and Eggs. Um, we'll be doing a price of shite, f- f- shite off. With the tat that we've purchased today on the tat hunt section of the podcast. Thank you, Mr Silverman. So we are doing our tat hunt in Pinner, and I've pulled up some facts. Uh, Pinner is a suburb of London in Harrow. Uh, it's 12 miles northwest of Charing Cross, Cross, close to the border of Hillingdon in the historic county of Middlesex. Its yes. population as of 2011 was 31,000. That's funny. I, d- I always wonder how they can count how many people actually live here or anywhere. How do yeah, they do it? I don't it? know they how do they the do it. Maybe there's some kind of census. I know, but what if you're like, you know, you've got a holiday home and you're only here half the year or you're lucky then, aren't you? I might be underperforming slightly today. Boy, howdy! <laughs> there's uh, a river over there. There's a river. Yeah, we're in a park right now before we go on our uh, tat hunt shop. Uh, originally a medieval hamlet, mm. the St John the Baptist Church is 14th century. That's up the road, by the way. Oh, can we look at that? We can have a look at it. I'd love to. Um, other parts of the, hist- of the village include a Tudor building or two, and the new high street is mainly 18th century buildings, while Bridge Street has more of an urban feel with chain stores. We're facing a, a road called Red Lion Parade here, which is the high street, essentially, isn't it? Yes, yes, and there are one, two, three, four charity shops in this oh, area, but nice. one is closed. The Oxfam is closed today. I mean, Oxfam is usually the least interesting because it's been yeah, so it corporatised yeah, recently, really is. hasn't it? i tell you what is good is the Oxfam book and, book and record shops. They're exemplary. Yeah, that's but, where I got my uh, Jilted John album a few weeks ago when yeah, we were yeah, going shopping. Yeah. Have you listened to that yet? Yeah, it's all right. Good, it's all right. Good, Nick. It's yeah. decent, Nick. Yeah, 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 yeah. a few marks, but uh, it looks okay. It looks yeah, quite no, on my shitty player. It worked fine. It looked quite clean. Yeah. Um, yeah so, uh, yeah, Oxfam generally just their normal charity shops. They're full of like new produce, like you know, like sort of nuts and stuff. It's mostly Moomin bookmarks and badges yeah, and that's stuff. What I mean, I mean stuff. which is fine because it makes people buy because they like Moomins, but it's a weird mix of old and new in there. I think it kind of defeats the whole sort of ethos, in a way, of a charity shop where you're recycling, essentially, stuff. You're not causing more stuff to be manufactured. Do you know what I mean? That's, that kind of rubs, up, rubs me up the wrong way. Rubs my... Uh, nubs? Rubs my nubs up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in popular culture, Edward Lear made a referen- reference to Pinner in More Nonsense Pictures, Rhymes and Botany. Oh. He wrote, There was an old person of Pinner, as thin as a lathe, if not thinner. They dressed him in white and rolled him up tight, that elastic old person of Pinner. It's a limerick, isn't it? Yeah. Did he do... And H.G. Wells mentioned Pinner in The War of the Worlds. There's a surgeon living in Stanmore, uh, a few hours away from Pinner, uh, and uh, was uh, on the front line of the Martian advance. Something like that. I'd have to read that again. Did Edward Lear write the one where, where it says, um, when called by a panther, don't anther? <laughs> I mean, maybe, I don't know, my Don't anther, Paul. Don't anther the panther. Because <laughs> he's dangerous. I think that's what's being implied there. Right. The, um, the panther might get you if you anther it. Yeah. What about this, another variation? When, when skewed by a deer, don't antler. <laughs> British dark comedy spy thriller Killing Eve season three has a line that says, are you from Pinner? So there's the reference there. There's lots of references. The Great British je- dri- Railway Journeys, starring fuckface Michael Portillo, oh, yeah. <laughs> also did an episode of Amersham to Regent's Park, where Michael Portillo in Pinner... What did he do? 
uh, he finds out about Victorian domestic goddess called Isabella Beaton and, oh, whips, Beaton, yes. and whips up a pint of her fanciest ice cream. Beaton was the... Uh, cookbook lady. One of the earliest sort of cookbooks, wasn't it, yeah. in the Victorian era? Yeah, I think Mrs Beaton's yes. old country cookbook yeah, or whatever it's called. Did she do lots of things with like, Marmite in and stuff? or Like beef, beef tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's something. Here's something. Chuckle Vision, the oh. kids' TV show, was filmed in Pinner. Oh, mate, that's I was looking for the real... Um, Pop cultural uh, touchstone, and I think we found Wait, it. I've got another one. Oh. BBC sitcom May to December was set in Pinner. I, d- I don't recall May to December. May to December was a sitcom about an old man. I think he was a lawyer who dates like a, a young woman, May to December relationship. You see what I'm saying? That's what it was about. Oh. And the difficulties of being an old man having sex and stuff with a woman half your age. This was from a different era. Was this from the 70s or something? 80s? Uh... 89 to 94 it ran. Because I can see all sorts of problems with the, the kind of patriarchal sort of uh, nature of that relationship. True, but I guarantee any edges of that concept were shaved right the fuck off yeah. by scriptwriters. Oh, and finally, My Hero, the sitcom, was set in Pinner as well. That's more recent, isn't it? Uh, that is 2000 to 2006. Ardlan O'Hanlon plays a superhero. Remember that? Oh, I do recall that. Doggy Dirt. That was fucking shit. What a great idea for a sitcom, absolutely ruined by acting, writing and direction. Yeah. Well, Ardlan O'Hanlon. (laughs) Ardlan O'Hanlon. Ardlan O'Hanlon. Quite early in the day for me. It is for me as Uh. well. Anyway, so, there's uh, um, Sir John Beaterman's 1973 film Metroland. Oh, I'd love to see that. Uh, that is a pin affair that they have here on the high street, and he filmed it for that, whatever Metroland is. He opines about the whole of this part of London, doesn't he? This, this uh, it says here, hinterland. It, it says the film celebrates suburban life in the area of the northwest of London that grew up near the 20th century around the Metropolitan Railway, which you can hear now. This is the train that's full of the people coming in into a church that that's one? over the steeple. Oh, yes, I don't yeah. know if it is that, no. but it sounds like it. I'd love to see that. Well, it's probably on YouTube, yeah. isn't it? Anyway, that's where we are today. In Metro gonna... Land. Yeah, but here's the rules. I've got... Oh. We have a budget of £10 each, right? Oh. And with that £10, we must find three items. And those three items can be anything you like, but uh, we're going to buy them right now and then uh, see play the price of shite tomorrow. OK. So here's your £10. Oh, Real money. Now, he has handed this, this to me. It's not like that pretend £10 from the Quest, which we're still smarting about, everybody. I forgot um, all about that. Yeah, I'll never On purpose that. as well. <laughs> um, so, that's your £10. Can I ask you something, Paul? Yeah. What kind of items are you going to go for? I don't know. What are you, look, what are you looking for? What you got your eyes open for? What, what are you in the market for? What are you working with today? I want a little bit of a doodad, a little piece of a useless... Ta- uh, yeah, a doodad useless thing, a piece of ephemera. I want maybe a book or a CD or and then a board game because I know there's one place that will have affordable board games and I might use this show as an excuse to grab one. Oh, excellent. Maybe I'll avoid getting a board game myself then. Oh, it doesn't matter, does it? I'm looking for vinyls, yeah. as always. I'm quite into small crockery items. All right. And if I, if I see something really, truly atrocious, I'd like to get that as well because there hasn't been enough atrocious stuff no. on the show recently. No, so we'll work on that. So there's your five pound. Oh, before I go any further as yeah, well, I've got something for you. Do you? No, it's five pounds. Oh, you've got badge, my badge. 
Yeah. Hey. Or badges came Let's after see. the recording last week, and I've posted them on Instagram and all that stuff since. And if you want one, they're at the live show, so you better come along and get them. Hang on, let me get Is it out. Is it going to be first come, first served? It will be we first come. We don't want come. to cause a pin badge riot. <laughs> but one per customer. And, really? And cash only. Okay. Because I don't have one of those fancy machines. Where the fuck is it? Hang on, bear with me. I did bring it, I just oh, got to find the fucking go. thing. Shut up. Here we go. Hang on. He's having a scrummage. Scrummage over. The scrummage is over. Eli, here is the badge. What do you think? Give us your opinion. It's very good. I do like it. It's designed by uh, Tony, the Cheap Show logo artist. These are made badges specifically for this live show. Did you see the tr Tony's drawing on Twitter today of us in the woods? Yeah. <laughs> that was good as well. We need more pictures of us in the woods in general. That was... That was the moment in which we discovered that we'd lost the uh, Lego Muppet thing, yeah. wasn't it? You can see he's captured that moment when I'm looking at you with re reproachful eyes. It's a highlight of the episode. <laughs> this is really lovely, actually. The colours really work, the line work, it's just like a nice thing. It's nice, nicely detailed, but not too small. Yeah. Um, it's sort of in the medium-sized pin badge overall. Um, I can't help but focus on the weird upper lip thing that's going on with me, though, which is which is a defect. I mean, we can. It is. It was a slight defect, but it means all these badges are rare. Because if we redo them, we're going to fix that. But I like it. It means that they're unique to the live show. It doesn't. You can read it as a sort of top of my mustache. Yeah. It, it doesn't totally. No, ruin not me. no, not at all. I don't think if even I had told you, you would have noticed. Really. No, I would have Sh thought. Shouldn't, I shouldn't I have, have brought it up actually. <laughs> I would have thought um, that was how it was supposed to be. Right. Mm. So, we're going to start on our little adventure then, because we've got to get to Biffos to film some stuff in a minute, so we've got to get that shit done now okay. as well. And we're recording a Digi episode. Yes. Um, I've brought special outfit to play golfing. Oh, God. I've brought my uh, golfing jockstrap. Also, I was thinking, do you think Biffo would be up for making it a little bit interesting? I'm talking about 10p a point. Hey, a wager? Yeah, on the golf. It's the ultimate wagering game, mate. I like this idea. We could do a white man can't jump on him <laughs> where we play the first few old shit. Yeah, because I'm pretty good. I'm actually. all right, actually. Cause my dad used to do it with my dad really? back in the day. Yeah, golf, oh, he's doing pitch and put and stuff. Let's hustle Biffo, man. Let's fucking hustle him. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> now nah, we'll fucking hustle him. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll play the first few holes badly, and he'll be like, oh, and then we'll say, let's make it interesting. And then we'll double, oh, just make it interesting after that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. we're not even in danger of losing anything. No, not a star. We're not fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'd be like, at the end of the day, he owes us £8,000. <laughs> anyway, so let's crack on. Let's we, there were two charity shops next to each other, and that's uh, Bernardo's, and I, I can't remember what the other one is. I think it's an RSPCA. Right. But we're going to go there first and report back afterwards what we've got. Because we're not going to hide the items, but we're just going to hide the prices. All right? Absolutely. I'm in, the, in this game for between and glory. And it's a lovely day. The sun is out. The weather's warm. It's glorious. We're just going to crack on. Come join us. Uh, on our tat hunt too. That'll do. That's, that's more of the professional side of you coming out. I'm glad to see it. <laughs> I'm glad to see don't it. Don't shake your head at me. Like I'm, some kind of... <laughs> I'm glad to see <laughs> it. Right, stage one is done. We have been inside our first two charity shops, the RSPCA and the Bernardo's. I took one, you took the other, then we tapped out and swapped. How did you find it? Um, uh, the joke is, it's on the high street, mate. Ha, 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 ha. How did I find it? Oh, it's on the high street, mate. Ha, 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 ha. Just do it properly or I'll fucking okay. kill you. 
You won't, though. I'll kill you. You won't kill me. I'll put, you, put your body parts in one bin in every county in this land. All of them? And then move them around? I don't understand. Or one <laughs> no, no, part. I haven't figured that all yet. Anyway, so, uh, how did you find it, Eli? Well, you just walk up the high street and it's just there on your right, Paul. It's just Nicely there. delivered. Thank no, you. it was... Um, Bernardo's had some, some nice uh, crime fiction picked up. Uh, a Ross MacDonald novel. And... Uh, that's for yourself, right? That is for myself. Um, how many items have you got so far? Two. And I've got two items so far. So we've got one more shop we're going to go to, the St. Luke's, which is my favourite shop in Pinner. It's I'll got be a lot of vinyl, you. yeah? Not a lot, but I found some interesting stuff there every now and then. It's not like that one up the road. Remember the one where that is nothing but vinyl? Yes. So it's more. It's like the North North London Hospice of this part of the... of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which was... Where I live, uh, the North London hospices are the most funky, so they're most likely to have something curious, old and funky yeah. and curious. Yeah. When I was in the RSPCA, though, this man came in with a bag, and the one was like, "Well, we're not taking any more donations today." No, they didn't. Yeah, Barnardo's no. Well, sign up. They must have a load of. No, well, this guy they'll be going around here. He goes, "Oh, I've got a bag," and she goes, "Oh, we're not taking any." Went, "Fuck! No one's taking it. No one's taking my stuff today." She went, "Oh, sorry. Come back, you know, later in the week." And he went, "I've got some good stuff in here." She went, "Well, like what?" And he went, "Oh, it's mostly undies and socks." Oh. <laughs> and then he was like getting them out because they were like pre-packaged. No. They hadn't been out of the bag. They were like obviously something he knew. Yeah, but like still. Well, why is he? It's like, don't go, oh, mate, I've got a bag full of cool shit and then pull out pants. There must be some recycling places where you can just put, you know, put them in. Yeah, I don't think they're even allowed to accept undies and stuff. Well, if they're they're sealed, they can accept them. You're not going to find a turd in a sealed pair. No, but you could be a dirty fucking rotten pervert and you get a brand new pack out and you get them and you surgically... get a laminating machine. Yeah, Ah. surgically get them out of the pack. Cross here, right? You do a dirty big cum in each one. And then you iron them flat and you How fold many, them back. Did you in. make a day like that though? Well, I'd spend this three days, one, one day a come. One day a come and do three packs. It's a noisy bike man, you fucking. I hate people on bikes, I'm just gonna go say it. There's no need to ride something that noisy. No, it's a terrible thing, really. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I come in them and then I can go, oh look, I've got this unused pack of MF sparkle pants. What about body wipe wipes? I think they're harder to get out of the pack. What about wipe you just drink so much water in. that it's. Your poo is very liquid. No, it's a very good question, Eli. Yeah, what hap- what does happen? <laughs> Why am I so useless? I used to be funny and stuff, and now I'm just just terrible. I just witter on about nothing for minutes and end, and then. And that's the cheap happens. show podcast over forever, because uh, once you realise the Rosetta Stone behind the, how this show works, it breaks it. It's nice up in Pinner. No, it's lovely round here. Yeah. Before we get on the bus, I'll take you up the, 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 the high street, which is kind of all Tudory and stuff, and where I got that cocktail on tap. It was a terrible cocktail on tap? It was a fine cocktail. Oh, fine, yes, it terrible was fine. cocktail. It, was, it was, wasn't Passion objectionable. Passion fruit martini. Oh, look, we're coming up on St Luke's now. We can have a little look in the mirror. This is the, this is the St Luke's. This is my favourite one. Look in the window. 200 quid for the Beatles' 20 golden hits. 200 quid. Shit, is that even. That's not worth that. I've never seen that record before. I've never seen that record before. Well, there's some high ticket price items in the window here in St. Luke's. I saw a Lego City set, 1970s Lego City set in here, complete. You know, it was like that was going for 200 as well. Really? Yeah, they must, you know, look it up and 
One Pint Mason Drugs. This is where I saw those James Bond cars, which I've pocketed for a future guest, who, if they listen to this, hello, John, we'll get you on the show soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I thought usually when they do find sort of high price, high value items, they put them on the website. I don't know what, that's what Oxfam do anyway. Maybe St. Luke's don't have that. I know mm. some pages do have an eBay page. Some uh, shops have an eBay yeah. page. Maybe these guys don't, or I don't know. They also move stock around, so this might go somewhere else where it'll be bought. Yeah. I've Ooh, never heard of... Harrods t- set of six crystal glasses. Look at that lovely old Harrods oh, yeah. uh, cardboard box. £28. Very swish. Right, well, I'll tell you what, then. Let's go in, have a little nosy. You stay on your side of the shop. Look at that... Con- oh, that's a really crap nutcracker. It seems like it's really Why? awkward and labour-intensive. Because, look, it's a donut with a screw in it, so you put the nut in it and then you screw it in. It's like, it's a lot of work, especially for I a walnut. Know. It's going to pop know. out. You could put other things in there that you want to compress. Like your Three, two, yeah, go, right. you beat <laughs> me to like it. You could put it on your bum hole, put a nut in it, you know, depending on what you're into. You Someone know, could shove a nut up your bum. i tell you what you know what it looks like. Rick and Morty, the, the flumbus or whatever it's called. Yes. Looks like the one of those for nuts. Sex, sex, uh, sex, sex organ. nut crusher. Right Ooh. about now. Oh, there's a long cane Betty lip gloss body mist and hand lotion. Only three pounds. Right, so we can avoid each other's eyes in here. I tell you what, I tell you what, I'll give you a head start. You go in, right? I'll give you two minutes and then I'll come in, all right? Okay. Right, he's off. He's going in. You go around the other door. Right, so here we go. It's the last stop. There's a doodle crate here, five pound. Don't know what that is. It's probably like a loot crate thing. Or a child's half size violin. Don't know why you'd have a child that was half size. Do 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 do. I should stop. It's not. I'm not funny. Without Eli talking to myself on the high street. Oh, she's looking at me weird. I should just stop. I'm just gonna stop. We'll see you out the back of a uh, St. Luke's. Oh, I think I've already caught my eye on my third and final item. What will it be? Find out later in the show. Oh, look, there's necklaces. I need to wrap up. Stop. Just stop. Just stop. Here he is. Here he comes. Nope, he's not going to the main door. He's now gone past it. What's he doing? What is he doing? Did you not know where the door was? I was looking for you. I thought you were going to buy something. I did, and I have, and I've gone, and I've left. Where did you do that? How? I've been at the till for the whole time. Mate, I've got this game down pat. All right. Very, very impressive. You'd that. be a number 10, mate, if you weren't a number 5 or whatever the it phrase really is. It really has that out of town. Lots of items which you did just expect to be snapped up if they were more central by yeah. people. You know, you obviously don't get that high a density of people checking the shops regularly around here, you know. Yeah. And that's where you find the gold, mate. Mate, I just bought a King Crimson 7 inch. Stool pigeon. Ha cha cha That's Kid Creole. Ha ha ha, trick. I knew that. I knew you know that. that? Do you know t- um, that there was a whole craze of holding record covers to your face yeah. to look, make it look like... And there was that classic one, which is that weird distorted face. Yeah. That's King Crimson. Really? Ro- Robert Fripp was the main member. Oh, this is our bus stop, mate. This is where we're going to get the bus to Biffos. Robert oh. Fripp was the main member, the guitarist. And uh, Bill Bruford left Yes to join King Crimson. He left Yes to join King Crimson. Yeah, Harrow will. But yeah, that's where we're going. 20th century schizoid man. How rude. <laughs> shut up. Here's our bus, <laughs> the H12. Shut up? You shut up. Did you, so have you got three items then? Oh, I might do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you, you did it within the, £12, uh, the £10 budget? 
Absol absolutely. Any change, by the way, mate, you can keep and have on sweets. I don't have any change because I was buying stuff for myself as well, so. But. You've got the receipts. I've got the receipts, so don't worry. All right, hang on, here's the bus. We need to get on this bus, so let's just do that. Well, and the then. price tags are still on all my items, so. There you go. Yeah, mine are probably still Make on sure mine as well. Make sure we deal with that before tomorrow. Then, yeah. All right, well then, we'll let's get, get on this bus. This is the bus. Okay. This is the bus. Go on. Let's go ahead. Can't get behind. Wall it out. Going upstairs. Ow. Okay. Right, we're going up, and we're off on the bus. I can smell bud. What did you buy? Not telling you. Since we've now decided to keep it a secret, there's a heavy odour. The sweetest bud, my friend. Of that icky sticky up here in the bus. We've got the AC on, that's nice at least blowing it around. So you'll like this area. It's all like Ooh. little parochial villages and, and townlets. Ooh. It's all mock Tudor, pseudo Tudor. Pseudo Tudor. Pseudo Tudor. <laughs> so this is going to Hatch End, Look, basically. I'll show you this. Oh, and what have you got? Oh, yeah. King Crimson. So this must be, this is a 70s, because that album came out in 69, the, the face album or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then they've put this. This must have been something from 76, which is where this island one is from. Right. Look at it, it's fucking lovely condition, untouched. Um, but they often, what they often do, these kind of groups, is if they have a sort of something that might bother the charts, um, you know, 15 yeah. years after their late 60s sort of bits, they'll stick something from, the, you know. Which is not uncommon in the late 70s, early 80s. To stick some one of your popular old tunes on the B-side of your new tune sort of thing. I'm yeah. always surprised when I get a Now album or a Hit 6 or whatever, and like, one of the tracks is always like, Reap Petite, or, or yeah, there's a wow. Elm Park Court. That's very striking, isn't it? With gr green and white buildings, very early 20th century. You can see where the copper roof's all gone green over the oxidization of the year, so it gives it this kind of like it's a, Asian lovely feel, looking, kind yes. of like a... No, it definitely has a sort of faux Chinese sort of, and, a, and the gate is very much with a tiled, sloping tiled roof. Yeah. Um, really interesting, that is. It's almost sort of Art Deco, isn't it? Or is it's that a Deco? Little, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of Deco. It's Deco adjacent, because see the balconies have this weird kind of wooden... Yes, slatting. Green slatting, very attractive. I am green slatting and I bring death. Um, Yes, but King Crimson, here's a little fact about them. Yeah. They had a lyric writer, so... They would just come up with the music and then some other blogger would do the someone, lyrics. A bit like Bernie Taupin or whatever. Did Taupin actually do music? Or did he just I, I think he words? just did the lyrics. He yeah, went, here's weird. a bunch of lyrics, it's Elton John. It's a strange John. thing, isn't it? Anyway, here you are, Elton John, here's some lyrics, this you make a song. lyrics for a lot of King Crimson stuff, guess what he ended up doing in the 80s? Playway. No, Bucks Fizz. Land of Make Believe or whatever it's called, he did that as well. Hey, close your eyes, Superman. That, that's quite catchy. I, you know what? Books Fizz are responsible for at least two or three good pieces of 80s tunage. Really? You're making your mind well, maybe, up. Okay, but maybe that's maybe that's the, the, this guy. Let's see if he's credited here. I mean, I presume he would be if he's written it. Oh, there's lots of writers there, but look at the quality of that. Look at the sheen. Oh. Charlie Sheen. Another interesting thing. Oh, this is the kind of mini platters then on the bus. 
platter. the TK label. Boss platter. TK is a disco label um, out of Miami. God, I've lost interest now. It's um, funny how you can kill my interest and enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. blend, this group is called. So I'm just going to pick this up automatically. I haven't actually checked the quality. I'm hoping this is some kind of boogie stormer. What's the B-side, A-side? Boogie motion, A-side. So that sounds like a dance number. That man who pulled his finger out is no a boogie mo is, motion. Is he behind us now? on the boss was there a right. bit of this buggy that was sort of hard and then with the bridge of wetness coming off it like it a big tail it all felt gelatinous 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 he's the guy who destroys the world in Marvel <laughs> I am gelatinous <laughs> the big jelly monster Gipswick close yeah oh I've got a touch of the Gipswick on my nose alright we're on a bus in public <laughs> mate calm down so here we go we're going around the nice bend the country lane now it's very very suburban isn't it is this Pinner? We're leaving Pinner and we're going back into Harrow. Yes. Mm. We're going the long way round, basically. Okay. We'll still get there in time for 2.30, I think. Oh, yeah, no, we definitely will, but this is more the scenic route. Nice. Loads of pseudo-chudo. Oh, old sign. London, 13 and a half miles. Yeah, that's how far out of oh, London we are. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, he's seen an alleyway. alleyway. I've seen a well-long alleyway. <laughs> We've got to come up here and go down that alleyway one Mate, time. don't say it like that in public, loud on a bus in oh, front no, of people. We've got to have sex to walk down the alleyway. Well, I want sex. I know, you constantly want sex. It's tiresome. I don't think you'd be that good anyway, so I don't oh, know why I get this, my hopes this up. Is your, this is your ploy now, trying to say, oh, you wouldn't be very good in bed. Believe me, if I fucking spoke to you, no, willy-wise, Paul, if my willy did the speaky yeah. around your bum-bum... <laughs> Is this all coming from the same man who was called a traitor in bed once? Only because I didn't come. Well, there you go. I'm not Alive. I'm going to call. Imagine if I called you a traitor. <laughs> You'd be heartbroken. I mean, Here's the dentist I went to when I had that massive pain in my mouth oh, a yeah. year or so Are ago. They any good? He was very nice. Because okay. I hate dentists because they, yeah, I they literally were, freak out. They were reasonable and they, they assured you, did they? He was very professional and he was very gentle inside my mouth which is what I asked him to be, because I don't like it when people just jab inside yeah. there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But you hate it when people just jab inside your mouth. Oh, depends what kind of mood I'm in and how many shandies I've had. Two shandies, good mood. <laughs> yeah, I like it then. Oh, look, there's Heathrow on the way, M4, you can go that way. You can go that way. You can go that way. Oh, oh nice he comes to the aircon again. Lovely, lovely little back routes here. Yeah. Now, if I was going the opposite way, I could come the H14 way to here, change buses and get to Pinner that oh, way. We're entering Hatch End now. Yeah. Where we're doing our live show, we'll yeah. probably go past the venue yeah, yeah. actually right oh, now. Oh, I know now. Where I can see where it joins up because we were down here the other day, aren't we? That's what I keep saying. Hatch End Station. Know your bus routes, know your city. Mm. It's that simple. Yeah. So, what are we doing now? We're going to do some uh, prep. Yeah, we're just going to... Well, what we're doing we'll now is we're going to Biffo's. Yeah, this is for tomorrow's recording. This is part two. This is the end of part one we're doing now, where we're heading to Biffo's to record bits for the live show and then go on to do a bloody digitizer video. I don't have time for this. OK. I don't have time for this. Sea Pebbles restaurant. I often see pebbles. Especially when I'm watching an episode of the sitcom Flintstones. Um, Paul, I say, I say, I say. Uh, what do you say? Um, what food supplement would you take if you had problem with your eyesight? Vitamin C. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know? Because it was a blatantly obvious gag. <laughs> I only thought of that the other day. I 
come on, You mate. only thought of a six-year-old joke the other day. Yeah. Oh, anyway, this is basically this is an episode now of a uh, bus tripping. What's that thing? Bus journey? Night bus? Oh, it's not night busing. It's day it's busing. Night busing. Day busing, baby. You no, know, we could do two podcasts. Day busing, lovely sunny thing, getting out and about. Night busing's where it gets hot. No. Sexy and dangerous. No, it doesn't. Like Baywatch nights. No. No. I'm not. Hollyoaks nights. Not night busing electric blue. Yeah. Look, there's Hatch End Station, which will. Oh, yes, and the art centre's just on the other. This is giving me anxiety. Yes, I've just, really, yeah, I've just gone into a kind of oh, freak out mode. Oh, dear. Actually, I tell you what, let's just sign off and we'll come back to the action tomorrow we'll where we'll play it. our Price of Shy. I think I've got some bangers. I. I've got some stuff, you know. Oh, poor old Eli, not making effort unless it's for himself it's to buy not, vinyl. But it's not about that. I just have, I struggle with certain things, okay? Like buying. Anyway, we'll see. The betweens is what the, where you, the proof you, is when, in the betweens. When, you, when you were out and about, did you happen to buy a small violin? Because it would come in handy right about now. Why? Because it's small. Have you got the world's smallest violinist in your pocket? No, because that the world's smallest violinist in your pocket. You just <laughs> please to see me. <laughs> what food supplement do you need to go swimming? Vitamin C. <laughs> There's the Harrow Art Centre. Just think a week from now, it'll be on our past. But for people listening, it'll be in their future because oh. they won't get to listen to the event until September. Yes. It's all very complicated. Are you sure? Are, we gonna, are you going to have a week off after the live show? Yes. You are? Well, I'm going to have a week off when I put episode 300 out because that way I don't really need to do anything because it'll be oh, done that in week advance. We don't have to, yes. Okay, good. That'll be my birthday week, I think. So I'm going to do nice. toss all. Right, well, there's the plan for your birthday, Paul? Nothing. You never do. Some Lego? No. Watch Ghostbusters? No, because last year I did, we recorded the casino episode on my birthday, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that went on forever. It did, and it broke me. So, let's just sign off, say goodbye, and then we'll see you tomorrow. Not you. Well, you. We'll finish it off tomorrow. I'll finish him off tomorrow, please. You'll finish me off tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you then. Bye. And just like that, it's Tuesday and we're in the house of pickles. Uh, Yay, I did the mouth sounds. Paul's thing, he's running into the ground over these few episodes. He really is. I forgot forgot to mention yesterday. Did I tell you about the man in the shop with the bogey? No. So, I was waiting for you outside St. Luke's, right? Yeah. Just minding my own beeswax. I see you asked me how I managed to buy my thing, and you didn't see me. They have two tills there in different parts of the shop, so oh, I went yes, to the other one. It's a double. It's a double fronted shop, isn't it? Double fronted, top uh, action. Yeah, and Bernardo's was in fact as well. Oh, was it? Yeah. No, it was two stores. No, next well, it door. It didn't was... have two tills. Next but it had door. two rooms. It's two. Two. Oh, okay. Two. That's segments. what I mean by double yeah, fronted. Okay. All right. Like you. Like traditionally, you might have had like a bakery there and a jam shop, or like you know. A, but yeah. Uh, that would have been handy, wouldn't it? A spudgy like, and then what would be next to that? Uh, Shake-O-Matic. Shake-O-Matic? Yeah, it's one of those milkshake shops. I never saw those. You know, you go in, you are, I'll have a Kinder Bueno. They have those a Kinder ice... Bueno toothpaste? No, not toothpaste. <laughs> well, I've seen that on Twitter. Paul, are you... That was never in Britain, the Shake-O-Matic. Sounds oh, like something no, from there your was LA a thing called Shake-Away. That was a thing. All right, well, t- name an English thing. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Come on, mate. Don't come at me with that. You get in the way of my story. story. So I came out of the shop, right? To double-fronted shop. Yes. And as I'm trying to leave the shop, there's a man just staring, an old guy just staring off into the distance. And I was like, excuse me, can't get round, excuse me. And he 
uh, and moved out the way. And as I moved past, I kind of gave him that kind of look you give where he's like, what's your problem? Fucking get the fuck like, out of my you way. Know, I turned to give him a bit human. of Ganon sass, right? Yes. And as I turned around, he's, he was just staring out into nowhere with like half his index finger up his nose, clawing away whatever was inside and having a real good ferret for it. Well, sometimes it's crusted on quite hard. Yeah, and, you and have then to really give it some sort of uh, foundational jiggle work. You well, know what I mean? he obviously got some purchase because he pulls out something and it draws out with it a great big gooey bridge of snot that just kind of loops for a bit. Attached to the crusty bit. Yeah, oh, on his fingertips. So there's a variant of... Of viscosity going yeah. from like crusty down to like to gloop. gloop, yeah. Oh. And I think he was shocked by what this. What was the colour? Yeah, I didn't really look that oh, hard, but I'm going to go yellowish, yeah. like egg yolk yellow kind <laughs> of thing. And so he pulls it, and then I think he's surprised because he drops it, and then it drops all down his chin, and it's oh. in his beard, and he's rubbing there's his beard. And there's I, a tongue I, ferret out. Yeah, looking, and I just remember just the tongue poking out. Yeah, just ferreting for bogies. Yeah, just kind of doing the old licking, oh. spitting, licking oh. polish. Anyway, that was what I saw, and then you came out, and I thought, oh, that's much worse. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Thanks for that. No, really. So we're back in East Finchley now. Oh, and another quick follow-up. That Beatles album, We're back in East pound. Finchley. We are back with no, we're East Finchley. <laughs> if this is the early signs of dementia, this is going to really poison the taste of this podcast going forward. We are nowhere near East Finchley. We're back in our pie and mash and house, sausage house, Sausage, mash. egg, mash, mash ham. House. F-U-N-E-M-F-U-N-E-X. S-V-F-X. I'm not doing it. I refuse to. So we're back in the house of adjacent breakfast foodstuffs to go through the three items. So what we're going to do is going to do three segments. Segment one, I'm going to show you my three items. Segment two, you get yours out. Segment three, we price and we play the game. This seems like a... A way to break up the editing process for me tonight to get through it quicker. Yes, Eli, I've pulled back the beefy meat curtains. (laughs) (laughs) Beefy meat curtains. I've pulled back my beefy meat curtains and I show you the inner workings of the podcast. Hello, come with me as I take you on a journey past the stinky beefy meat curtains. (laughs) Francois, fourth wall. Hello. Uh, The the smell is a pungent. No, peace is pungent. It is like the smell of hop. Despair and tutti frutti crisps. <laughs> tutti frutti. Anyway, that's tutti frutti crisps. Was that a thing? I don't know. There was an ice cream flavored crisp once. There was, but I think that was just Monster Munch and a bad idea. Ah, that's right, Monster Munch. Thank you. Can that. I show you my three items now, Paul? In your hurry to, I mean, it's not that much of a hurry. We're four minutes yeah, in. It's meant to be a ten-minute segment. To fucking chop up this thing that should be a thing of natural delight. Oh, you God. have neglected, Paul. You've neglected to even mention what segment this is. And it's our, our foundational segment. It's the price of shite, Paul. Go on, we do it then. Yes. Do it. Yes. Do it. Lead us in. It's a fucking price of shite. 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 And that's right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the price of shite. Yes, it's still going, are you? going to stop that now. Please stop. You will stop soon. You're making me feel out of breath now, Paul. Please stop it. Right. (laughs) And that's right. And that is right. But we are playing in a slightly different way because, as you know, we were out yesterday in Pinner. Yes. Miles and miles away from East Finchley. Yeah. um, And we both selected three items. We're going to have a versus game of Price of Strike now. Yes. What are the rules? So, I'm going to just show you my items. You don't have to price them. We're just going to have a look at them. Take notes, if you like, but put them. And then, when we get to the third round, after the second round, where you've done your bit... (laughs) 
what I mean. You try and make it easier for yourself. And you well, fucking... So once we get to the third round, after the first and what? second round of the way, right, the third round is where we'll actually price it. And what you'll have to do okay. is you tell me what you think is the cheapest to the most expensive and price it along the way. If they match up directly with the price, two per twings. Two per twings for each one on the nose. However, let's just say it is the cheapest item in that order, but it's not the right price. You will be awarded one per twing for being... Correct in its placement. Every, a between for each item placed correctly in its placement. Yes. And if you get not only the right prices, but the right order, I will nosh you off. No, it's always noshing off. As if that was something I wanted. As if that's something I craved. Maybe I do. Not from you, Paul. Love not is contagious you. if oh, you singing want a song it to. Now. Yeah. You're singing a song now. So, to summarise, you'll show me your three bits. Summarise, 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 summarise. I won't guess. Yeah. Then, You're just going to make notes and go, oh, that's an interesting item, and etc. I will show you my three bits. Yes. And you will likewise make notes and say, oh, I will that's say, an interesting what's an in- interesting item of curio? And then the score. Then we do the guessing. Yes. And, and the scoring. Yes. In a third segment. Yes. All right, let's get on with it. Right, well, I'm going to take a break so I can make this an easy edit for me because when I look at seven minutes on the timeline, my, my, my I don't cry rather than looking at 45 minutes and going, well, that's my whole evening done. Paul, is, honestly, uh, no Fourth one needs Wall, to know. Showing you the meaty beef curtain behind the scenes action. Jacques de Fourth Wall. Jacques de Fourth Wall. That is my name, I show you. Eli is wearing green t-shirt today. It's uh, it actually says, sent in from a cheapskate. This is my investigator t-shirt. Investigator has, t-shirt. Has a crocodile wearing uh, a... Sherlock Holmes cosplay outfit. And because of this new character, I have elongated this segment unnecessarily. See you after the sound effect. We're back in the room, and I've got my first item for you. Oh, would right. you like to see it, Mr. Silverman? He's passing me a small sort of game box. Talking to the microphone, because it's an audio podcast. I'm not going to for that. Fine. Then I will just cut out all of your lines and replace it with lines. the sound of a I'm crying child. Nice. I'm just trying to be fucking nice, Paul. Can't you be nice for once? I am nice. You're not. You're never nice. You're nice to me all day long. And as soon as we press record. That's because Paul Gannon podcast version is a horrible cunt. I don't like him. I know he is. But me in real life is absolutely charming and every mother loves me. This is a game, Paul. Yes. It's called Haunted Wood. Yes. Oh, I can see why this... um... Appealed to me. Oh, it's by... It's distributed by Fisher-Price, but it is... By Uh... Horsenberger or whatever it's called. What's the company called? Horsenberger. Isn't it? Horsenberger. What's the name of it? <laughs> Pretty soon, with the way the world's going, that's going to be the fucking... Well, that's what birds I got in trouble for yeah. a few years Horsburgers, ago. Horsenbergers, yeah. No, it's Ravensburger, which is even nastier. Yeah. Really, but, oh, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want to eat a raven. They're no, nice. They're lovely, clever birds. It's Horses not are clever as well. Yeah. Horses can count, can't they? Yeah. Ooh, and they both one. make a great burger. I don't think raven is very good meat. So, this is a spooky... Spooky children's dice game full of ghosts and goblins. Paul. Yeah, this looks cool. I've never it's, seen it. It's like this. 1970s or something. I Very think. Very 70s look to it. Yes, and it's also part jigsaw because you have to put the board together like a jigsaw piece. Oh, I, I actually, see. You know what? I haven't actually looked at it because I've been so busy for obvious fucking reasons that I haven't actually looked in and peeked in. This is really lovely, man. Isn't I it? Love the design. Um, and it cost me six quid. The pictures on the board. Oh, no, me joking. This is really nice thing, isn't it? This is probably the best thing. It's got a nice, it's got, got a nice artwork style, which is kind of like children's book Definitely. of the period. Yes, and then it's quite simple. You've just got one dice in there. Maybe there were 
No, it's only a one dice game. It's one dice, yeah. yeah, for kids, and then you've got little, very standard wooden, little wooden uh, people counters. textbook. Yeah, like you know your standard Ludo Cluedo piece. But all the effort has gone into the, like you say, this luscious uh, children's sort of style, children's book artwork illustration style on there. Pictures for this, obviously, on the website thecheapshow.co.uk on it's a, a page wood. dedicated to this episode. Okay, well that so, is a I'm, what a lovely thing. We I might love play it on price. a we might play it on a Patreon video. Yeah. Nice and simple. I'll be up for that. Um, and you've got the... Instructions. Oh, that's very brief instructions. It's basically... It's a very like simple game for kids, isn't it? It's like two to six or whatever It looks it like a sort of uh, Snakes and Ladders variation. Yeah, maybe. Oh, there's a goblin go back five spaces. I bet it's that, There's yeah. a ghost run away in five... Lovely, you. though. Lovely. Want to see the second item yeah. there? No, I'm really impressed with that. Next Whoa. one. A bigger now, box. A bigger, bigger a, box. This is another box. Cardboard box he's handed me. Spy gear. Ages six and up, laser tripwire. Yeah. High-tech security system. This is a toy. This isn't for really for... No, I don't think James Bond or fucking Jason Bourne's going to use that, but it's effectively a series of lasers that you attach to tables to make, you know, laser wire, and you can't, you can't trip it. Like Entrapment with, with Catherine, Catherine Zeta-Jones' Zeta Jones. bottom. <laughs> yes. It contains three tripwires yeah. units. Okay, so they they it's mirrored uh, infrared. Yeah, infrared, it shows yeah. you there like the one's a receipt. It's it's both a receiver and a laser. Oh, both so you, has yes. So you can triangulate, I guess, between the three. Do you think this works? This I don't seems know. to be the type of thing that would uh, pack up quite quickly. Get another thing we can do for the top tier Patreon video. Definitely, <laughs> we Look, can do this an, is quite we can do neat, a Mission Impossible it? thing, can't we? Now, can I ask Paul? Yeah, you can ask me, uh, Paul. I mean, that's like one of those things you hate, isn't it? Excuse me, can I ask a question? Yes. Here's my question. You don't like that, so can I ask, Paul? Is I was just leading in. Thing? I was going to yeah, go no, straight that into the thing question. That you complain about is the thing that you're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, but I didn't wait for your permission. You did. I was going to lead you straight in. You gave me an eye look. You, you give me that come me. hither eye look you give me. Paul. This is true. He gives him a secret eye look when they are talking, ladies and gentlemen. See, behind the fourth wall. <laughs> the beefy, beefy the wall. The beefy walls. I have them, all of the secrets. Tell me, tell me, Jean-Pierre Fourth Wall. It is not Jean-Pierre Francois uh, de Fourth Wall. Pardon-moi. Yeah, pardon, mon uh, garçon. T- please tell me, Francois Fourth oui? de, de Fourth Wall. Oui. Uh, how is all the walls that you pull back and you peel these walls and you move, you break these walls? Uh, why are they all being made out of beef? See how he goes from French to German uh, and then he goes to Italian or I'm something. A, I'm at a the kind end. of a middle European kind of person. You know, I go ah, here, I, I go there. I look for Eli Silverman cannot retain a voice for very long, eh, ladies and gentlemen. Eh, it listen, is the way of eh, the game. Eh, how about you shut the fuck up about my fucking accent? Eh? It is the same as life. Life is the same as game. Now, game Francois, is life. answer my question. Why are all your walls are made out of beef? Well, it is because I come from a beefy family. And oh, yeah. all we know is, for instance, let us take us the sausage. Let I take the us sausage. sausage every Saturday <laughs> night. <laughs> you think of the sausage as meat thing you put in mouth and enjoy. And yet, I do not see sausage. I see the piggy it comes from. Oh. I see the how they strip back the meat from the bone, oh. from the ligaments, from oh. the gristle. And I see the sausage. That is how I see my fourth walls, like the butcher. I am the butcher of, of uh, the fantasy. Wow. Okay. Thanks, Francois. If you want to... I'm off to drink coffee. In the lobby, we've got a machine. There is no lobby. But make sure you don't go... It in the... is a small flat in Haringey, where they record from. All of these secret rooms do not exist. Francois, please. Oh, I you're ruining it for me now. Yeah. Stop pulling back the fourth wall. Paul and, he, <laughs> Paul and me are yet the same person, and yet the argument continues. Why, so many characters. Pourquoi? <laughs> 
Now. Oh, yeah, spy Okay, trip so wire. that's it. Not much to say on the laser trip wire, to be honest. No, but again, we'll use it in the video nice and we'll do a bit item. of spy work. Nice second item there. Right, Can I see okay. My third item. Third. Oh. Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah. Why are you so good at this game? I don't know, stuff. but I am. You are so good. My items are going to pale. Yeah. We should have done mine first. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> God. Well, to tell them what it is. This is a set of three tin uh, Jack Daniels branded black uh, metal cups. Tumblers, cups, yeah. yeah. Lovely stuff. Lovely. Kind of matte. Sort of nice quality. Matte black with the Jack Daniels uh, logo, logo twice on each one. They've got a quality to them, though, yeah. don't they? Nice solid build. And uh, like you say, the nice matte black finish. Silver, the left silver on the inside. Yeah. Perfect for, like, if you're going to do a batch of sort of um, elevated Jack and Cokes. Yeah. Maybe use Gusto Coke. Yeah, yeah, not fancy Jack Daniels. Pants. You could use that mellow corn. But well, here's the thing: imagine how nice that's going to be once the ice is in there and it frosts up and gets a little bit of that frost on the outside, like a cocktail you could, shaker. You could actually build it in this yeah. as well and give yeah, it yeah, a, yeah. a stir. Very nice, very nice. Point. So they're the three items, Eli. But the question is, for later on, how much are they from cheapest to most expensive? That's what the question order? I wanted to ask you, Paul. Yeah. Which I'm not asking whether I can ask. No, no, that's I'm just fine. saying I'm going to about to ask it. I'm yeah. about to ask it. Well, then this go question. ahead. Whether you like me to or not, I Carry will be on. asking this next question, okay? Yeah. So can I just ask? <laughs> you stuck to the £10 budget, did you? Yes. It was under £10. All of it. All of it. We didn't have to spend the whole budget. No. So all we're going to know about each other's. We didn't spending. spend them more than a tenner each. That was the, that was the limit. Okay. So. Out so of... just to re- just to recap, you've got the Haunted Wood Children's uh, Game, yeah, di- distributed by Fisher Price, but made by Ravensburger, yeah, in the, in Germany. You have the Spy Gear Laser Tripwire toy thing, high tech security set. It says on the box, it's yeah, it's that th- it's that thing. It contains one spray bottle as well. What would you do that to spray so you can see the wire? So it looks like a like entrapment, like a laser. It comes with a three uh, replica of Catherine Zeta Jones's arse. Oh, is it laser? Yeah. Stop talking about Catherine Zeta Jones's arse. Because that's the only thing people remember about entrapment. That and they go, Sean Connery's too old for this. The trip wire and the nice quality Jack Daniels metal cups. They're like Dixie cups sort of yeah. style. What you play? You'd play beer and pong with haunted wood game. They That's are my metal. three items. It's now time to hand over to Eli. Let's see what Eli's got. Eli, bring on your tat. Eli, bring on your tat. I got the prick of the shish show. I got the prick of the shish show for you. Uh, what's got, this now? I've got three items of the prick of the shish show for you. Well, yeah. I got three items. Is this Australia now? What is this? No, it's not, no, 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 no. Can I ask Eli just to fucking talk like Eli? Can you ask Eli? Can I ask I am Eli? Eli? Yeah, can you ask Eli? All right, all right, hello, Eli, yeah? Oh. Uh, uh, See, when I do it, it's creatively buoyant. But when you do it, it's like a, a sinking ship of interest. You know what's fucking also creatively buoyant? Turds. Yeah. Bobbing turds <laughs> at the beach that people see you doing from above and laugh at and point at you. Well, it all comes back to you, doesn't it? First item is a fucking Garfield mug. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look. Let me just check. Oh, there is another fucking sneaky price, price on tag. it. Is it yeah. the same price as the one you bought it for? Yeah. Yeah, well, you better take it off. Fucking bullshit. Lucky I noticed that, eh? So, uh, what I'm gathering already really is that Eli put almost no effort into I, this, this No, week. I took the price off. Oh. You, oh, how dare you? 
You fucking... The amount of times in the past you've kept the price on with these fucking things. Yeah, you think you'd have learned from my mistakes. I, so you'd have the moral higher ground I at all times. I took the price off. And now you show me the bottom of the cup as you scrape it so I can potentially look at the price. No, you can't. I, it's I mean, I could have. I could have. No, you could not have. I could have. Here. It's a fucking Garfield birthday mug. It is from the period, though, and it is in very good condition, so I'll have to say that for it. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just fucking... Thinking of ways to kill you. Fuck <laughs> off. Right, it's the multicoloured cup. It's got Garfield. It's not his best position. He's just I like on his it, back. though. It's quite unusual because you can't see his eyes. He's just lying back with his What's mouth What's his open? expression meant to be? Like, upset? Happy? Laughing? Let me see. Is he laughing his arse off? He's next he's to laughing. a birthday cake. And then it says, how old are you? Weird. But this is the problem with this. It absolutely has no meaning. It's trying to be generic, rather like the Gar- the whole oeuvre of Garfield. Oh, who made this? United Feature Syndicate Incorporation. It's nice that it has that original and has the date from 78. That yeah. That's an well, old no, that's mug. Just, no, well, that's just when the copyright of the character was made in 78. It's not when the cup was made. When do you think this cup was made? Uh, I would say mid-80s. Could be, which is still bloody old. And yeah. look, it's got that rim. Look at the rim on the mug. Yeah. It's got a quality build that lip. you don't find. It's a less generic mug than uh, you still, get nowadays. I mean, it's printed on as good as it could be, and it hasn't shown any wear over the years. That's what so. I mean. It's, it's, it's well-preserved, that. It is an unloved birthday present yeah. from someone. Next item. Just leave it there. Shut up! I want to look at Garfield. There's nothing to see there. He's crying. Talk into the mic. He's he's crying. Shut up! Is this is my is this whole podcast like one big Hellraiser? Is like is this like where like Pinhead walks in one day and goes, "Your pain has been delightful." Have you seen my items? No. Why? What's your next item? Because I'm just about to get. What's this? My next item, Paul. Yeah. It's Clive Barker's The Hellbound Heart, the classic <laughs> novella filmed as Hellraiser. Mate, I'm telling you, it's my psychic powers from that book I'm reading about how to be a ghost and come back from the dead and uh, a necromancy and all that kind of stuff. I'm learning super tricks. I reckon I'm, pa- I'm getting powered up. I mean, that is not actually the next item. It's just another item I bought that I thought might be of some interest. Oh, so it's not the item on the Price is Right no, game. But, but it's it is still... in it, weirdly. Yeah, I, I read that book yesterday. years ago. Uh, this copy, this Mate, edition. Mate, so now I'm beginning to think this is, this whole podcast is... Something within the that what's it called the configuration box? What's it called? Uh, Lemmershan's box. Oh, that's what it must be called in the book. But, it's but not anyway, that in the film. All I am expecting now is Hellraiser to walk in and promising to tear my soul apart. I just bought that because it's a very nicely preserved copy. Well, it's not the third, second item, so put it down and give me the second item because I'm bored about talking about Garfield as well. They slapped his face on everything. It's not special. I'm not saying it's special. You, I'm just you saying are. it is strange how. You can't tell whether he's angry, crying, he's full up, what's going on there. There must have been a folder full of generic Garfield poses that people could just buy and slap on everything. And I like the way it says, how old are you? So instead of sort of... No, it doesn't say that. Read it again. You are how old? Sorry. Yeah. As if to say, you are how old? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. It's like, you old fuck. It's a I thought it book. was saying that because it's it doesn't mention a specific number, so they can sell it to anyone who's having a birthday. I mean, that probably counts I mean? as well. But I think it's probably for people who are working in office and are in their mid to late forties. I don't get what the joke is though. It's There's weird. no real joke. It's a birthday. It's a what's, birthday what's joke. What's Garfield doing? Why is he? He's lying laughing there? at your age. Oh. You see uh, what I mean? He's like, oh, you're how old? What a fucking... Uh, fuck him. prick. And why would he laugh? At, I hate God. That's why I don't think it's true to the character. What ne- character? Set, exactly, the acerbic, world-weary... He's cap- not, though, he's is not, he? He's not he a vindictive... Likes, he, there's only one thing about him. He likes lasagna and hates that dog. That's all it, it is. kicks it about a bit and wants to be left alone. It's fucking twat. Mm, yeah. He's a twat. Item number two, please. I'm going to chuck it over for you now. All Be right. careful. It's, it's fucking... Oh, go. it's a... 
underwhelming porcelain wolf. <laughs> it's a small porcelain wolf. Underwhelming porcelain wolf. It's an Sounds underwhelming... like a character who hangs out in men's loos. <laughs> underwhelming porcelain wolf. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> it's more like the worst Pokemon. He can't say That's, anything. What is there to say? It's got a glaze to it. It's something that I your think nan it's more probably of a fox, had. more of an Arctic fox. Could be a sort fox. Of style. It's certainly some kind of lupine creature. Can we agree on that? We both can agree on that. Yeah. We both can agree on the lupine features. Now, third item. Yeah, all right, all right, fair enough. So, two porcelain items. Here's the third. It's a vinyl. Oh, it's KLF. Uh, last train to Trans Central. Which wasn't last their last train to San Trans Central. Which was their follow-up to KLF. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Wasn't it? Blue. Blue. Wasn't it? Yeah. Which was 3 a.m. internal. Is that right? I can't remember. Yeah. But this was their follow-up, which had a lot of that that country singer. Did what she did KLF whole... stand for? Oh, yeah. Justified and Ancient they did with her, didn't they? Yeah. With Dusty Springfield? Not Dusty Springfield. Right, I've just cut a load of shit out of this episode because Eli just stared at his phone, useless, staring at it. Like a man trying to pick his nose in the doorway of a charity shop. Oh, trying to fucking weave it all in, are they? I do weave and weft. When was the last time you weft your wafter out? I've whiffed my whiff. You haven't wafted your whiff in ages. I'll whiff my whiff and I'll go back and forth. I'll get the loam. I'll get a great big loam on the loom. Your whiff is I've got the whiff going in and out of the loom. And the loom comes back on the rack. Whiffing. Eli. Hallelujah. It's rain and come. Hallelujah. There's your adult parody. Can we get on with this? So it's I the really KLF. want to know what that lady's name was. Well, it doesn't matter because I've cut the is whole list- bit out. I've cut the whole bit out. Is it listed every- on the disc? No, it's not. Because oh. this isn't that song that you're thinking of. This is Last Train to Trans Central. Oh, that's because Yes. Like a train. So let's get back to that. God, I had to cut so much out. The KLF, Last Train to Trans Central. A nice bit of... I guess it's like early 90s dance music, isn't it? Yeah. 91. It's sort of, it's agitprop though as well. They were very much uh, sort of had a punk do-it-yourself vibe as well, didn't they? As well as playing sort of chart records. I'll I'll play a tiny bit of it right now. Okay, everybody, lie down on the floor and keep calm. Yeah, it's that one. And they like they would get sort of cross crossover with the rave, the underground rave culture of the time as well, weren't yeah. they? So the interesting. What did and KLF they, stand for? Did you find that out? Oh. Fucking hell! The KLF, also known as the Justified Ancients of Moo Moo. Yeah. The Jams. Oh, the, bound for Moo Moo Land. And the Time Lords. Oh, the Doctor they had of the Tardis. A, that was them as well. Christ! It says here they pioneered Stadium House rave music with a pop rock production so like i say it's sort of crossover oh it says here klf stands for copyright liberation front in 1991 the klf an acronym for copyright liberation front was the best-selling british act in the world yeah so they were very uh quite political and sort of arty they burnt money didn't they and they had a very famously very stupid thing where was it a million quid in cash they one burnt? million yeah. yeah 
It was it was done in an art duo consisting of Bill Drummond and Jimmy Corty. Yes. Burned cash in the amount of one million pounds sterling in a disused boathouse. Yeah, it's silly. Up in Scotland, I think it was. Yeah. It's like an island. What was their biggest hit? All Bound for Moo Moo Land. That was their biggest one. Yeah. Who uh, was the singer? Why have you got Tammy this? Wynette? Thank you. Thank oh, you. You didn't say Tammy Wynette. What are you saying thank you for? I was saying thank you for telling me. Right, it was good. Tammy Wynette. That was Fuck that's a, me. That's kind of competition you. Well, all the time. Actually, Paul. this is a competition it's right not. now, though, isn't it? We're both here trying to learn stuff about KLF. Well, what a waste of time. Anyway, well, that's well, the end of the Which is your favourite of my items? Mm, let me think. Non, non, non. All shit. No, KLF's all right, but it's. Do you want put, it? No, no. You put no effort into any of these. I did. You went in first. So you got all the good stuff. I would have bought all of those. You went into the shops first. I wouldn't have so bought you that. had the that's chance. Shit. Yeah. Your laser pointer thing is shit. Still okay. better. The other than, two items are very good. It's still better than any of those. No, it's not. Yes, it is. That Garfield mug. That laser good. trip wire brings fun. That Garfield mug is a. I'm is just going to press stop on this segment now because I'm bored of you. Well. And this is this you've soured this experience for me now. Well, bring Francois back from the coffee room. No, he's gone now. Hey, he hasn't gone. Yeah, he has, he's gone. He was bound for Moo Moo Land. <laughs> he's put he's painted beef flavored paint all over the walls of the kitchen. I can smell that it actually is like a consom of beef or something that he's Hello, spread. it is I. Surprise attack, for I have got to say I have not painted anything. Eli is making a fictional situation happen <laughs> for oh, drama. Francois, you're always breaking the fourth wall. I must go you? now. Although all that means is that Paul would stop doing this <laughs> ridiculous accent. Mate, you've been on fire with the characters. There well, was fucking Colin the Nostalgist and now Francois <laughs> de Fourth Wall. Brilliant. Do you want to hear my new one? No. No, I don't. You I, you can't possibly... Hugo Shit, his name is. <laughs> what did he do? Big big poos. Hugo... Oh, I'm Hugo Shit. What have you done? You blocked the loo, have you, with your big poo-poo? I poo once every ten years. Oh, it must be colossal. And I pick one lucky toilet to clog. This is actually and quite then good. The cack fairies come out and they make you a wish pair fairy. Oh. And the more fairies you have, the more wishes. So, would you like, little boy, for me to no, cack into I your toilet? I think they've got your rides come. Fucking, fucking God. Get off you go. Haha, it is I, Francois. Is this yet another character that we'll never hear of again? Yes. Such as me. Ha ha. Susui. Bye bye. Susui. Stop this. Okay, so it's time to play the game. Okay, so we've it's got... time to play the game. Okay, so we've got three items each. Yeah. And this just to summarise and recap, Paul. Yeah. This will be the scoring of the betwings. Now, when we play the Price of Shite game here on the Cheap Show podcast, yeah. Points are betwings. Betwings are points. What are yes. points? What are points? I'm sorry, is this not rhetorical? No, I'm. I, it's like I'm doing a thing. No, but you know the answer, don't you? I want you. Yeah, but I want but you, you to say, say it's it rhetorical. Loud. I want you to say it loud. No, I'm not gonna. What are points? Fucking hate you sometimes, you know. You know, the essence of comedy is play. He's taking his headphones off. The The essence of comedy is play. People need to play together, Paul. Can I yeah. play with you? Maybe I'll let you if you just do this call and response thing I'm trying to right. do. Right, okay. I'll play with Eli. Now... We've both got three items, and we're gonna. There's a certain way to score betweens because on this game, on the Cheap Show podcast, when we play the Price of Shite, what are points are betweens. <laughs> Thank you. Points are betweens. Thanks, Paul, for taking part. No, my pleasure. Thank you for allowing me to take part in okay. this. Okay. Points mean betweens, and this week, quite a few ways that we can both score betweens. Now, 
you guess the price of each of each other's items. If you guess it on the nose exactly right, you get two points for that. If you're 25p, either way, on any item, you get one point. One per twing. There. And for each item in the right order of price, from, from cheapest to most expensive, you get a per for that as well. Right. And what if they're all three in the right order? Would you get extra per twing? You can get one extra per twing if you got them in the right okay. order. So if you got, which is not going to happen, the exact right price on every item. Yes. You would score two for each of those. That would be six. Yes. Plus one for getting each one in the right place. That's, yes. That's nine. Plus one extra between for uh, having the whole jackpot, and that would be ten betweens total. Ten, there's, a, there's potentially ten on the table. There's ten on the table potentially. Ten on the table potentially. Yes. Potentially. Potentially ten. Potentially ten. Potentially ten betweens on the table. Which was the name of a boy band I tried to put together in the nineties. Potentially ten. Potentially ten. But there's only nine of us. Potentially ten. <laughs> <laughs> Saw this advert the yeah. other day, and it was for uh, crisps. That's it. On the crisps, on Smith's crisps now. Right. On Walkers, rather. They say, um, you see potatoes, we see potential. Right. It's like, fuck off, Walkers. You see potatoes as well. No, they see crisps. You don't crisps. see potential, do they you? They just see crisps. You don't, we see money. Yeah. We see potentially money. You see you potatoes, know? we see crisps. I hate that, because they're fucking mixing their metaphor. No one sees right. potential, Eli. do they? You, Eli. You, you perceive potential. No one actually sees it. And it just made me think that vision is such a sort of overused... Um, he's mixing this iced latte with his finger like a dirty boy. Uh, <laughs> now he's licking his finger like a dirty boy. Oh, mix all the milk in the water. <laughs> um, For the ASMR fans out there. You, uh, you don't actually... Vision isn't overused as a metaphor. Eli... Can I impress upon you how bored I am of this conversation? You're bored of everything about me. And just get on with the game. We've established the point system. Right, which you... who's guessing first? Eli. Item by item, which... back and forth. Is that how we do it? Eli. Yeah. Just to give you credit, so I'm not bad boy Ganon today, you did those points succinctly and clearly. Okay. I think we're all on the same page. All right, we're on the same page now. Thanks, Paul. So I'm going to let you go and guess my ones first. All three. In a, all three. Yeah, because I can just tell you right now what mine are. Because while you were going on and on about Smith's fucking Walker's promotional taglines, I actually just wrote down my order and prices. Like that. Lickety splits. Oh, I've got those written down already. I have them on this piece of paper. I did it before we started. Lickety fucking split all right, that. good. I'll lick it and I'll split it. Fingers. Bit split of a... and lick. Oh. God. <laughs> Went down the road the other day, giving the old spit. And oh, lick. give it to the old lickety split. You know yeah, I mean? That's where the phrase came from, mate. Lickety split. No, it means quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Not the way I do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he gave me the old lickety split last night. Oh. Ew, you lucky devil. Oh, it only took him three seconds. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what's your first item? Here we go. The woodland game. No, it's up to you. So I gave you it in this order wood, tripwire, cups. But is that the order of the price? Have I subverted expectation? I think... I'm going to lock these in as, as you go. I think the spy gear was £4. Spy, £4. I think that was the most expensive, expensive item. Spy, £4. Okay. Laser tripwire, spy gear. Yes. Um, and then I think the haunted wood, I want to say £1.75. Uh, wood, £1.75. Actually, go down to one twenty-five for the wood. 25 And I think £2.00. Two twenty-five for the uh... two twenty-five. No, that nothing's going to be two twenty-five, is it? That's the something point. will be two twenty-five no, in the world. When you, when you, no, Odds when you are. say twenty-five p, you're what you're doing is you're hedging your bets. Yeah. You're trying to get yeah. the, the safe between, yeah. rather than going for 
Yep. The jackpot where you go on the 50s because things are usually developed in 50s. I'll say £2 for the Jack Daniels. Okay, Paul? £2 for Jack Daniels, you say? Yeah. So that means you're saying cheapest is wood. The cheapest is the Haunted Wood Children's Game. Uh, Then the Jack Daniels Cups and the most expensive is the Laser Tripwire. That's right. And you've written down my prices? I've locked it in. Yep. Okay. Now it's time for you to guess. Right. I think the cheapest thing is that fucking crap dog. I think that's 75p. I'm not writing down crap dog. He's the porcelain wolf. All right, shit dog. He's the underwhelming porcelain wolf. Yes. (laughs) And he's hungry like Like the the underwhelming porcelain porcelain wolf. wolf. (laughs) Okay. So you're saying 75p for the porcelain wolf. His name is Garfield and he likes to eat lasagna. (laughs) 75p for the porcelain wolf. Yeah. 75p for the porcelain wolf. Okay. Next, I think it's the cup. At a price of a hedging bet notion of 125. 125 for the Garfield mug. And then finally, I'm going to say the KLF was the most expensive at £1.50. KLF, last train to Trans Central. Yes. Aha, aha. Blue, blue. Did it go aha, aha? Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh, that's that's yeah. the way I like it. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, it did uh-huh. do that. Yeah. yeah. You're forgetting all the kind of. I kind of I don't know what you want to yeah, call it. Yeah, the kind of industrial kind of city sounds they're using. It they together. were pretty good for what they were, weren't they? Not my cup of tea because I was a bit too young for them. I think when they came out and it was appealing to an older teenage crowd, young adult. But, yes, you know, we all know KLF still, so they, they must were, have had some legacy. They were relatively subversive, and also they developed the one thing we didn't mention is they developed the whole ambient, uh, ambient house scene with their LP Chill Out. Interesting. Well. I hope you've learned something about the KLF today. Right, so should we reveal our answers one by one? I'll show you mine, you show me yours. Okay. Shall I go first? Yeah. The cheapest item in the game today... I said it was the Haunted Wood game. And you are correct. Bang, that's a patwing So you get a patwing for it being the cheapest item. You said it was £1.25. I can confirm it is £1.25. Fifty. Ooh, got my hedgy between two betweens on that item. Yep. Then, then you said the what was it? Cups. Jack Daniels branded matte black tin cups. And you said they were two pound. You were wrong. The next item, they were the second most expensive. Uh, no, sorry, they were the most expensive. They were the most expensive. Yeah. Uh, they were four pounds. Uh, so nothing, nothing there. there. And then for the spy kit, you obviously said, I didn't get it in the right place. No. But also, you did not get the right price. It was £3. And what did I say? Four. And just to confirm, I wrote the scores down earlier. So you like, hand them over. Let me just double check this. Yeah, I can see that that's all in order Order. there. Thank you. I likewise have the scores written down. Good boy. So, you said. I said dog, wolf. The wolf, the underwhelming porcelain wolf. Yes. You said 75p. Yes. And the cheapest item. Yes. It was the most expensive item. And it was £2. That's a fucking rip-off. It's a porcelain. That's sh- awful shit. God, he really objects to it. I really hate this. It's a nice little this. wolf. You, man- it- you do have a gift, though. You do manage to find the stuff that <laughs> makes me the fucking most disappointed and <laughs> angry. He is an underwhelming porcelain wolf. And he's a fox, probably, I think. Anyway. Next, the cup. No points there. Nothing. Cup next. Uh, one t- one- 125, you said, for the Garfield Cup. Yeah. You said it was the... It was the... Middle price. It item. wasn't the middle price. It was the cheapest. Unbelievable. At one pound. So you do so get, get one between. between there. What a fucking outrage this game has become. KLF 
KLF is going to rock you. It was the middlemost, so I don't get anything for placement there. But, but what... you said £1.50. It was yes. £1.50. So that is yeah. two per twings. So that means, Eli... You if win I just... by one per twing, yes. I win by one per twing. Well it is three, two. But it was a... It's a, a Pyrrhic victory, ladies Why? and gentlemen. Don't you feel? That I'm was a good victory. fucked off with that Wolf's price. <laughs> a, because you were happy to spend on that. Oh, but on. also, like, the idea that someone looked at that for a few moments and went, Oh, yeah, that's two quid. It's like, what basis? Well, that's it. Do you know why? I was trying to play the game well. I looked at that and I thought, I wonder what price that is. And I thought, that's not something no, that's I, more I understand, than you'd expect. I understand it's not that like logic. It seven, seven pounds or something. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not against you picking that for that reason. I did right? it for a strategic I reason. I got it. Honestly, I did the I same. Did. I thought you were going to get tricked by the tripwire. Funnily enough, you I were did. tripped up by the tripwire. I was, yeah. We're both playing this game to a high level. Well, we're, days, we've been we? at this a while now, Mr. Yeah. Silverman. But well so, done. You know. That well but, done. You did edge me there. And also, you've got more interesting items. I'll edge you. What does that mean? It means well, when like you wank lick, until you're around. about to come, but you don't and you pull back. And then you build up to edging. like you get close to the edge. Oh, reveal. Is it a tantric thing? Yes, you could say tantric energy. Thing. I don't know, I've never been to a chemsex party. Well, I think they get all edgy, don't they? Really? I'm just saying, I, I think what I'm angry about is the fact that someone priced it as £2. Yeah. When that reeks of below a quid easily for me. Mate. I We've mean, had like beautiful things for less than two quid. That it's the crazy world of charity shop pricing. <laughs> yes. It's crazy mouth noise world. It's the crazy mouth noise world of Arnold Brown. Because, Paul, we should mention that we, I think we did mention yesterday when we saw it in the uh, window, yeah. shop window of St. St. Luke's uh, in Pinner, they had a Beatles LP for 200 quid. Yes, which we mentioned at the top of the show. We, we've already talked about this. Oh, have we? Yes. Remember when I said at the beginning, before we get into it, I need to go into the detail about the eBay. Proving once again that that you do not listen I to me. I did listen. I knew you'd no, said it, but I thought you, you said well, it before. You, uh, so I thought you said it you before we listen. started recording. And you asked me a question about if you can ask me a question. Eli Silverman, hoist by your own petard much? Yes. yes. I, li- I like to hoist myself by my own petard. I would like to edge your petard. <laughs> edge it right off into my gaping, eager mouth. Let's wrap this show up. All right. And that's the end of that. Uh, let's keep this simple. The live show is tomorrow, if you're listening to this. Ooh. There is a rail strike on. It fucking sucks. I've updated the website for details about coaches and alternative travel to uh, the venue. Is, is there alternative travel? Coaches, bus routes, lots of the underground still working, Uber, all those kind of things. They're all on the fact sheet, which is on our website, thecheapshow.co.uk. Literally, the first thing on our website is updated fact sheet for episode live 300. Also, if you haven't made your mind up, you can get tickets on the day. Also, we're selling badges. Oh, I got my badge yesterday. Five pounds. We're only accepting cash because we don't have one of those machines. So please bring a fiver. Will you accept a check? No. Okay. Nor will I accept Google Pay, Apple Pay, or fucking uh, Magic Beans. Not doing it. I want money in me hand. All right, fine. Right, so we're selling badges. We've got Biffo, Ashens, Ethan Lawrence, Octavius King, Ash Frith. We're all going to be there. It's going to be lots of fun. We've already seen some of the special segments we've made that Biffo has helped edit. And we're, hope- we're looking forward for you to seeing that. So join us August 13th, Saturday night, if you can. 
Harrow Arts Centre. Go to our website or Harrow Arts website to buy tickets. It's not too late. And if you're a patron, you can get a discount. Speaking of patrons, thank you, patrons, for supporting us. Uh, As ever, you are uh, beautiful people. And if you want to help support us and join these beautiful people, go to patreon.com forward slash cheap show. Give what you can, but only if you can. Thanks very much for the support, everybody. And then the usual shit, email. uh, It's all on the the website. Just go to the website, thecheapshow.co.uk. It's that simple. It's like a one-stop shop, Paul. Yeah, it is a one-stop shop. Everything's there. All the links are there to everything you need. Our social media, our YouTube channel, Instagram, Facebook. It's all there. It's all there. Thecheapshow.co.uk. And we're on Twitter. At The Cheap Show Pod. I'm at Paul Gannon Show. Eli is. Eli Snoy. It's spelled E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. And also, if you're having trouble getting to the venue and stuff on Saturday, get in touch with us on Twitter. We're retweeting people or offering lifts and things like that. But as ever, don't go with someone you don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Stay safe. Safety is more important than you making the effort to come to the show. But the show's going to be fucking great. So those who do make it will have a night to remember. Well, we're hoping it's going to be very great. Even if it's mediocre. The bar's going to be open all the way through the show and before and after. We finish by 10 so people can get home safely if they need to and still meet us afterwards. That's the plan. We're very nervous. As of right now, I've still got this fucking show to edit and finish planning the show the and other putting thing the PowerPoint is, slides together. It's also going to be uh, the peak of this second heat wave of the year at 35 degrees. So put some suntan lotion on, bring a fan, keep yourself cool, bring keep yourself water. hydrated. Yeah, keep yourself... Remember, pops. safety first, hilarity last, <laughs> <laughs> which is often how people view our show. And we've just been joined right now by our Mike Bat expert, Rogan. Are there any updates on Mike Bat? <laughs> Olivia Newton-John's dead. Well, that's not Mike Bat, is it? Well, I sent you the article, the Mike Bat article. There's a new album coming out or NFT virtual no, online experience. No, I think he's doing like a, a multimedia sort of Rip creation. Off. Superhero of some sort. Sounds like a load of shit. He's going to try and re-release his first album. And, I think oh. he should do some kind of Space Womble thing. Like, what? W- Space Womble. Womble 3000 or something. Womble 2001. Yeah. No, Womble Neon X Genesis. <laughs> something like that. Can we wrap this show up, please? Right, yeah, bye, everybody. Say bye, Rogan. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.